yeah, back again. Podcast episode five in the house. What's going on, everybody? John Harrington here. It's uh, just me and John Regan today. Say what's up, buddy. Hey, what's up? Hey, that's uh, you forgot to say, buddy, but it's all right. Damn it! Damn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. No Jesse today. He's uh, got uh, some stuff going on, so we're going uh, going just the two of us for episode two, season two, the stakeout. Pretty uh, pretty great episode. I kind yeah. of. Uh, like at the end of the last episode, I was like, oh, yeah, we could probably like double this one up with another one. And then I'm watching this one. I'm like, no, fuck that. This one's great. Like, <laughs> this, guy, this episode has so much good stuff in it. Um, yeah, I, 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 my prediction is we probably won't be doing much doubling up until we get to two parters where it's really just one episode, anyways. I mean, yeah, true, exactly. I, I mean, I'm sure there's something, there's a few in like season two that like maybe we can kind of go like go past, but then again, looking through it, it's like, man. Season two was just like strong start to finish. So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, anyway, we're uh, talking about Stakeout again, season two, episode two. Synopsis via Netflix: Leslie and Tom discover someone planted marijuana in the new community garden. Hoping to catch those responsible, they pull an all-night stakeout. <laughs> you know, that is uh, that's an apt description of the episode, and uh, it you know it mentions at no point Anne and Mark. Who uh, start the episode and finish the episode? You know, just ugh. It's uh, it's nice though. I wrote that it's uh, it's an episode that's kind of centered around Anne and Mark going on a date, but it doesn't show us Anne and Mark going on a date. Because you, know, you know, my God, it's like even the show already didn't care about that. Yeah. You know, they show you know all all the Mark and Anne dating scenes, like the little banter scenes of the whole episode, <sighs> like. I just felt so awkward, like dude, it's rough, cringy. I was like, like I was watching this in the lead up to this, and like Whitney, my wife, was watching it with me, and she was just like, "Oh God, I just watching this again. I just I don't like Mark at all. You know, their relationship was doomed from the start. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go with it. He's a total douche. Yeah, like, uh. but yeah, so." Yeah, uh, it does open with the great scene of Leslie having coffee in her pajamas with Anne. Quote coffee. Yeah, coffee. <laughs> it starts confident. with her squeezing in like a half a bottle of chocolate syrup and pouring a little bit of coffee. Then Leslie covering it with whipped cream, taking a bite <laughs> of the whipped cream and being like, mm, you make such good coffee. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, I had to like rewind it. Like, I don't think there's any coffee in that spoon. I'm pretty sure it's just whipped cream. No, exactly. It's a spoonful of whipped cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, she's reassuring Anne that it's cool that you know that Anne and Mark go out. You know, she's <laughs> you know my uh, you know my motto: hose before bros, uteruses before deuteruses, ovaries before broveries. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's good stuff to be had, just not in actually seeing Anne and Mark date or uh, like be together at all. So I do uh, want to start calling testicles uh, broveries. Yeah, I'm saying, man, I'm, I'm cool with that. Or my or my deuteruses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, that's all in the cold open, and then they reveal that Leslie had some you know quote unquote like genius brainstorming idea, where she decided to plant a community garden at the bottom of the pit. And uh, I gotta say, that's not actually a very good idea. No, yeah. you're making people crawl to the bottom of a dangerous pit. Yeah, I was gonna say, it seems at this point to be well documented that people have a tendency to fall into that pit and get injured. <laughs> there's a whole song about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a very noteworthy case of a man falling in there, breaking both of his legs, and then writing a song about falling in a pit. I don't know if Leslie <laughs> remembers that, but... 
But yeah, so she plants community garden. Uh, you get the scene of her, you know, working and Tom just listening to headphones and drinking tea and <laughs> slinging out rap names, which as a guy who listens to any amount of hip hop, you know, was not particularly funny. Yeah. You got to go with more obscure rappers than that. You can't, you can't point something and be like, you know, the first one's like, oh, there's a soldier boy tell him. Oh, ha ha ha. But then like saying like those are ditties and those are ludicrouses and bone thugs and harmoniums. Like, no, yeah. like Leslie, Leslie's not even that savvy. You already saw her doing the entire rap of parents just don't understand. Surely she knows you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Leslie finds the weed in the garden and she's like, oh, yeah, what's this? Mm, what was that? Like some kind of spice? And Tom's like, oh, yeah, you should probably just roll that in a joint and smoke it. And I'm like, dude, you were just giving them rap names. All you had to say was, that's Snoop Dogg. Like, <laughs> that's a fucking layup of a joke. <laughs> like, oh, my God. How did they miss that? Like, I, you know, I could not believe that's not where that joke was going. Like, <laughs> you know, you're giving a bunch of rapper names to, you know, random plants, and then Leslie smells weed. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Snoop Dogg. Done. Scene over. No. Nope. <laughs> you know. Missed it. Swing and a miss, Parks and Rec. What's uh, so, Snoop Dogg's real name? His, fucking, his, born- his like actual Christian name? Calvin yeah. Brodus. <laughs> yeah, he should have called yeah. it that. Make the viewer what? look it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that would have been perfect. I mean, shit, there's so many rappers associated with weed. You could have gone with any of them. But, you know, Snoop Dogg's the easiest one. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, uh... I like that for some reason everybody thinks that, you know, uh, weed is the top of a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> that, that comes up more than once in the episode. Like, oh, what are that? You know, we got some carrots at the top of a carrot. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then uh, cut back to uh, the Parks and Rec office and Ron is sitting perfectly still, uh, which makes for the uh, the B plot of this episode. Um, somehow. I have a hernia. I've had it for a while. And I've been ignoring it successfully. But uh, this morning, I made the mistake of sneezing. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, the scene, you know, like it starts with Leslie just coming into his office and she's, you know, freaking out. And it's like, did you get my calls? Did you get my texts? Did you get my voicemails? Did you get my page? I like the page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you see that page, you? I did not. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, something, something you know, it just speaks to the power of like the good acting and just great people on the show that Nick Offerman can sit perfectly still and they can make very funny scenes of it. Like <laughs> all he's doing is you know, like he's sitting perfectly still in his chair and not reacting, and then eventually he's there after hours and like the, he freaks out a janitor. Like it's just. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene later when, because, you know, yeah, the Jared asks, like, so you're working late? And he just responds, yep, and proceeds yep. to not move. <laughs> <laughs> just stares uh, straight ahead at nothing. And this, you know, when he tries to eat his lunch, he asks April, April, bring me my lunch. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. sitting, it's sitting right on his desk, and she's like, is, is this, this some, some kind of weird power thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then he tries to throw the burger into his mouth, and he misses. Like, <laughs> uh, it's just comedy gold. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, da, 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 yeah, this uh, this episode features Leslie in one of her classic modes, which is like overthinking and overreacting. You know, because <laughs> there's weed in the garden, and Ron immediately just says, 
uh, yeah, call the cops. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, nope, can't call the cops because, you know, then there'll be an investigation and they'll find my fingerprints on the manure. And then, you know, we lose our funding. <laughs> and Ron, we don't have any funding. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was imagining somebody dusting manure for fingerprints. Yeah, I'm just, you know, <laughs> imagining like how Leslie's mind is picturing this. Like, you know. <laughs> She calls the cops to say there's weed in the garden, and they somehow end up accusing her of planting weed in the garden. <laughs> Investigate her, dust her van full of manure for prints. It's like, oh, yeah, there it is. Leslie Oaks' uh, fingerprints on this manure. It must be her planting weed in this community garden. Like, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, classic overthink slash overreaction on her part. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, you didn't pull the clip of her talking about eating that brownie, huh? I did not know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to be president someday. So, no, I've never smoked weed. I did eat a brownie once. And she just goes on and on. And it's like, there was no weed in the brownie. It was just an insanely good brownie. <laughs> uh, awesome. Her and the sweets. Yep. Oh, and that, you know, that the sweets thing segues perfectly. I mean, that's I guess that's like a through line for the whole episode. She's eating whipped cream and calling it coffee and then talking about how much she loves that brownie. And then her and Tom decide to do a stakeout on the uh, on the pit, which uh, when when they're talking about it, this you know we really need to start writing down when things are actually the first instance of things. But this mm. is one of the uh, the moments where Leslie tries to come up with the headline for the newspaper and does yeah. it like really long and out and <laughs> just wrong. Yeah, we can flip the headline instead of you know like. You know, drugs take over, you know, or like weed, you know, found in community garden, it becomes brave public servants, rid community of drugs, earn praise from mayor, comma, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As somebody who did uh, two semesters on the Tallahassee Community College newspaper, I can tell you that doesn't fit on a headline. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's uh, just classic uh, not knowing, you know. How to stop your brain from working. I bet there's some website out there where you can make a fake newspaper, you know? And I want to see if we could punch that in as a headline and create a little newspaper. Dude, yeah, just see how long, like, how long of a headline you can get in there. I mean, obviously, she's thinking of, like, sub-headlines and things like that, but still. (laughs) There's no, like, you can't boil that statement down to, like, you can't boil, like, a half of that sentence down to a headline. Brave public servants, rid community of drugs. You know, sub-headline, earn praise of mayor, comma, everyone. No, that's a terrible fucking headline. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can't, you can't really editorialize and call them brave in the headline. <laughs> like, you know, so just, it's a nice window into Leslie's mind and how she views herself and uh, the importance of the work that she's doing. Because, uh, yeah, at no point do they actually catch anybody. There's no, you know, nothing happens. She just hangs out. And uh, has a series of discoveries around the pit. You know, I guess it's not really a discovery that Anne and Mark are dating. They kind of encourage, or she kind of encouraged yeah. that. Yeah, but she she does discover that Andy has been living in the pit. Yes, I love Andy living in the pit. Um, but before we get to that, you know, sure. there's plenty of stuff that was going on. Yeah, she gives the rundown of the things she brought, all her stakeout supplies. Yeah, you know, notepads, <laughs> pencil, and pencil case. Shakeable whipped cream, cameras, gorp, and candy necklaces. <laughs> I uh, had to pause that and run the back because uh, I've never heard the term gorp. 
I n- neither have I. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's exactly. That. <laughs> like you know, Gorp, and she like literally hands Tom a big Ziploc bag with you know big permanent marker right on it. Says Gorp. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at? And I had to look it up. Apparently, Gorp is some sort of you know term for like a trail mix that is. Uh. Raisins and nuts. It stands for good old raisins and peanuts. Uh. But, you know, thank you, Parks and Rec. I learned that today. You know, yeah. After, after seven years of watching this show, I never noticed that she said the word gorp. <laughs> and and just, I love the mixed CD she made of uh, oh, yeah. songs about watching people. It's mostly Songs sting. about people watching people. It's mostly sting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, you know, I think this uh, is one of the earliest instance, instances of Leslie's, like, incredible over-preparedness. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> in the future, she's like, you know, the binder queen. She's got, you know, just, she's got gifts for holidays that she hasn't even invented yet. She's, you know, she's all over the place. But this, you know, she's sitting in a van with, you know, gallon-sized bags of gorp and candy necklaces, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But of all the candy, candy I love the candy necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such. You, know, you see her at random points. She's got it around her head. She's eating it. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's just. Uh, it's all the things you do when you're sitting in a van, bored, and all you have is candy necklaces. Like it's great. They never really play much of the music from the, t- the CD because you know I assume they're in there for hours. CD probably ends and then. She's just bored after that. The only music you hear in the episode is her playing shovel guitar, you know, which is great. It's just her strumming a guitar, strumming a shovel, shovel like a guitar, guitar. Shovel guitar. Shovel <laughs> guitar. Uh, and Tom's just, you know, uh, so she's been playing, you know, shovel guitar for about an hour now. And then just, you know, bucket drum. <laughs> like, <laughs> she really should have brought something to uh, do. Those are the kind of songs I make up for my dog. Exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. But um, but yeah. So then they eventually do discover that Andy is living in the pit, which is fantastic because he's clearly just losing his mind. Um, <laughs> you have that clip, right? Uh, yeah, I have the clip where uh, they invite him to join them on the stakeout. Yes. Listen, we're on a stakeout, okay? So why don't you come to the van and help us? We're trying to catch the guy, and maybe you could tell us what you've seen. We're supposed to have a rock fight with this crazy guy. He's like 20 minutes late. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's just like filthy and like wide-eyed and you can tell that like he's slowly or, you know, possibly quickly having lost his mind. Like it's, it's fantastic. I, you know, Andy's just great. And um, yeah, so shit, what else? Uh, did I, I feel like I glossed over something in, this, in the, the rush to get to Andy. Um, oh yeah, fucking. Uh, well, you learned. T- it keeps you- cutting between this and Ron Swanson. You know, right? Yeah, and that—that's the thing. It was—it was tough to pull a, you know, I guess to pull clips for this episode because Ron spends most of the episode sitting quietly, which you know <laughs> is very funny, but does not lend itself well to our format right now. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to do yeah, it, you- I, I when I pull the clips, I always put them in order. So Perfect. you know, if you want, we can go to the Ron Swanson here, where April learns that um, you know, he's got a hernia. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Okay. Do you need a ride to the hospital? Yes, please. Okay. But I rode my bike here, so I have to go home and get my dad's station wagon. Thank you. Bye. You're still here? Yeah. I just wanted to see if you could tell. 
Are you still here? <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, fucking gold. Yeah. I, you know, it's so odd. Like, I get that, you know, the, the conceit is that he has to sit perfectly still, but it seems like he should be able to swivel himself around a little bit. He's in a rolly chair. Like, yeah. you know, you, you got to get those ankles working or something. Like, but still, awesome. Like, <laughs> They give April just a little bit more to do in this episode, though they still don't really have any characterization for her at this point. Yeah. Like, she's, you know, but she's there, and she's getting lines. So, you know, it's a start. Um, but yeah, back in the van, you learn uh, you, you know, learn more about Tom. Leslie, again, brings up his, his supposed Libyan heritage. You know, <laughs> it's like... You know, yeah, you know, you're. He's like, I'm from South Carolina. <laughs> it's like, but, but, where, but where did you move there from? Where my mom's uterus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she moved there from Libya. No, they were born. You know, they're American, or you know, I'm American. My parents are Indian. You know, my birth name was Darwish Zubir Ishmael Ghani, <laughs> which is the actual name of one of his cousins. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's a fun fact. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. It's like where would Tom Everford come from? He's like, well, guys, you know, brown guys with weird Muslim names don't really get far in politics. <laughs> uh, what about Barack Obama? Yeah, okay, fine, Barack Obama. <laughs> if I had known but- that Barack Obama was going to become president, I might not have changed my name. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but uh, so. Um, I have a clip here of, uh, you know, Andy joining the stakeout and, uh, start, uh, he gets a candy necklace handed to him. Oh yeah. Cause all he's been eating is fruit and vegetables <laughs> I mean, yeah, for weeks. <laughs> oh no. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar head high, sugar high, high. Oh, wow. Well, you mm. okay? Sugar slam. <laughs> I think we found the title for the episode. Sugar oh yeah, slam. sugar slam. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be just a mainstay on all of our podcasts from now on. Sugar slam. Yeah. It might like just you, be. If, if that might be like the like new like title of point. the show. It's like this. This isn't even the podcast. This is sugar slam now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're totally changing format. <laughs> <laughs> we can do some crossover, right? Like so, on game that too, and somebody gets it right. Sugar slam. Yes. <laughs> As long as it's a sugar theme game, <laughs> yeah. done. Yep. <laughs> Next theme games about sugar. Sugar slam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, you know, Chris Pratt's so great in this episode because you know you feel terrible for him because he's li- living in the pit and having rock fights and you know <laughs> kind of spying on Anne. I guess they mentioned that. Like, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, he's you know by the end of the episode he's just sitting there like sadly eating a carrot in the pit like, <laughs> uh, you know I feel like we have to talk about Ann and Mark going on a date or do we like the date ends and they get back and Mark pulls his like scumbag routine which yeah. is, is kind of what I looked at it as like yeah you know I'm gonna act like a gentleman here like, I'm gonna joke around ask me in for a drink and she's like no he's like no do it ask me. It's like, hey, come in for a drink. All right, I will. <laughs> it's like, you know, if she said yes, he would have gone inside and fucked right that minute. Like, you know, there's no question that he would have. So, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, them coming back. For, uh, so, uh, Leslie takes Andy to go get some real food, you know. And mm-hmm. 
when and uh, Tom locks himself out of the car, so when they get back from the date, um, you know, they see Tom trying to break into the van. Yep. And uh, call the police on him. I love you know just the, all the things that set up Tom's you know creepiness in the van. He's wearing his pink self-embroidered shirt, and Leslie <laughs> makes him put on a hoodie because it you know is more stakeout clothes. And then, yeah, I love that it's one of her hoodies, and he puts it on. He's like, I'm kind of bummed that this fits. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, he's just you know he breaks back into the van, and uh, you have that uh, you have a clip of like Louis C.K. showing up, not showing up, but uh, you know a few minutes into it. Perfect. Um, well, I just told you my ID. So what's the crime here? Parking while Indian? No, there's no stereotypes about Indians sitting in vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom is uh, strangely belligerent towards the police in this situation, and like re- really, he's like extra sarcastic in this episode. Like from the get go, he is already like belligerent to the cop. Like yeah. like right off the bat. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure where that's coming from, but yeah, like yeah, <laughs> you know, I get you know saying like uh, no, everything's cool, but then when the officer asks you to step out, like as long as the officer's not pointing his gun at you, you're just like, all right, yeah, cool. I'll step out of the van for a second. What's up? Yeah. You know, but no, <laughs> he calls, uh, calls Louis CK, Paul Blart and, you know, <laughs> says that he's going to, you know, step out of his mama's van, <laughs> which point he <laughs> promptly is arrested and the van is towed and, Ann and Mark are proud of themselves for having arrested some sort of, uh, you know, criminal, not a pervert as they clarify later in the episode, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, the episode's, it's good, but I feel like it just kind of fizzles out after that point. Like, they're doing the stakeout and everything's really funny, and then it's like, all right, Tom gets arrested, and you get a little bit of Leslie interacting with, you know, the police officer, who is played by Louis C.K. You learn that his name is Dave, and that he's very straight shooter. And, uh, <laughs> he, he is such a straight shooter, and I can't get over it. I love it, like, man. <laughs> every line by Officer Dave cracks me up. Like, yeah. every single line. <laughs> you know, he's just, I don't know, he's got the delivery that, like, I don't even, like, I can't even quote his lines because he just has, like, a stammer to it that I, I can't do it justice. Like, <laughs> Louis K's got that delivery down. Yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, and then it's like they have to go and bail Tom out of jail, and I guess... They don't get to. Like, Tom has to stay there overnight, so Leslie sleeps on a bench in the police station. And... Well, Les- well, 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 they go- come to get Tom out of jail, and Leslie explains to Officer Dave, you know, that is not what it looks like. Right. Um, which I have a clip of here. Yes. It wasn't just his behavior, okay? I think your friend might be some kind of a pervert. No, look, that's what people think when they first meet him, but he's all talk. It's- no, 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 I'm being serious. We searched the van and we found a lot of disturbing things. Some professional photography equipment and these pictures of some people on a date. We also found an enormous amount of manure and a very inappropriate amount of candy. Uh, like a couple always... of those things add up to being a pervert. The manure is the confusing part. Well, like... that I think applies terrorism, but yeah, yeah but not perversion. <laughs> no, exactly. Or uh, maybe like a crazy new level of perversion that we just can't comprehend. Exactly, you know, <laughs> guy that fucks bags of manure. What you know? Like, <laughs> it's a uh, you know we call them bullshitters, you know, and they're <laughs> popping up all over the place. <laughs> so, oh God. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, it's a very funny set of circumstances that leads to the misunderstanding and Tom being labeled a criminal slash pervert. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Louis C.K.'s great in the role. 
Uh, yeah, there is no stereotype about Indians sitting in vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, whenever, uh, like, whenever they first walk back to the van and Andy's with Leslie, uh, he's got, you know, a great delivery. It's like the van's being towed and Andy and Mark coming out of the house. And you just hear Andy off camera go, Anna Mark! And then <laughs> it shows and he, him, like, like, dives into the head pit. Head first swan dive into the pit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Like, he leaps a solid, like, six feet in the air or something crazy. Like, yeah, exactly. I, you know. <laughs> like, he previously has fallen into this pit and hurt himself significantly. And then, uh, yeah, he's got, you know, now he's you know, got both of his legs back. He's running and diving headfirst in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Leslie is talking to Dave and trying to get, you know, Tom not in jail and trying to brag about, like, her power in government. Again, you know, her overstatement of her authority slash, like, <laughs> belief in government she threatens to bring in ron swanson he'll kick down the door and because <laughs> to ron swanson sitting at the desk exactly and then of course officer dave has no idea who ron swanson yeah, well, is. he's not impressed and you know, it's like uh i'm sorry what what branch of government did you say you work for <laughs> parks and recreation uh-huh <laughs> like, it's, yeah it's just what like uh, you know, I, I like that Ron Swanson's reputation to, in no way precedes him. Like, he, <laughs> he goes to show you that Ron is a badass in the Parks Department. And at this point, it's possible that no one else knows who he is. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, um, so then it cuts to April coming back to pick up Ron to take yeah. him to the hospital. Yes. And that leads to the best clip of the episode. Pretty much. Yo, I had to wait till my dad fell asleep so I could steal his keys. Ready? I was born ready. I'm Ron <laughs> Swanson. <laughs> uh, that, I remember the first time I saw that, that completely caught me off guard. Yeah, because like, it doesn't make any sense for him to say that in that situation. <laughs> like, yeah, he's trying to be all hard, but he's, you know, literally, like, immobilized, and he's having a girl wheel him down the hallway in a rolly chair. Like, what What in this situation makes you think it's time for your I'm Ron, Ron fucking Swanson run one-liner? Like, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Just so left field, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, shit. I mean, what else about this episode? Like, it, uh, uh, Well, so then uh, it cuts back to the police station. Leslie spent the night there waiting on Tom. Right. And she wakes up covered in Officer Dave's coat. Yep. Which is really sweet of him to do. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, Tom comes out and... Uh, um leslie you know greets him and dave and they leave the station and uh got a clip from that do it hey you're awake oh yeah thanks for the coat it's no problem you can keep it really actually no i i need that for my uniform but i can give you a ride back to your car okay we'll talk about the coat i can't give it to you you oh, understand okay <laughs> like no jokes uh, it's, yeah it's just great i love you know i love it when like a character will say something and then immediately have to backtrack on it like uh yeah you know you, you like it you can keep it really and no actually <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> i clipped it from the beginning because it made it a little bit long but there's uh when tom comes and wakes leslie up she's having a dream about mother Teresa stealing her chocolate or something like that wait what i missed that yeah. completely <laughs> she says oh no mother Teresa, that's my chocolate nice <laughs> i i completely glossed over that line <laughs> jeez you know 
poor, uh, you know, feel bad for me and my note-taking skills. I, uh, <laughs> my my eagle eye wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then so they finally they go back to the pit just to try and find the weed, and uh, you know, Officer Dave checks it out. He only finds carrots, of course. <laughs> Uh, you know, they never really even established like who's got the weed. Yeah, you know, like what happened. Yeah, I love um, when they mentioned to Chris. Uh, or, sorry, I started to say to Chris Pratt when they mentioned to Andy. Um, you know, there's weed in the pit. He's like, "Oh, what? Oh, there's weed down there!" <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. awesome. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, I like they never like outright make uh, you know Andy into a stoner, but like you know. <laughs> that guy smoked a lot of weed in his lifetime. Yeah. Like, it's without question. There's a bong somewhere in Anna and Andy's house, and then <laughs> somewhere else in every other place that he's ever lived slash worked. So, <laughs> but yeah. And then, you know, they go and, you know, Leslie's talking to Tom about, you know, Ann and Mark, and he's like, hey, you know, t- you know, Mark was stupid for, uh, blah, blah, blah. you know, you can do way better than Mark. And it's like, well, was that what was going on in this episode? Like, yes, Leslie used the opportunity to, you know, for, like doing the stakeout to use the camera and take pictures <laughs> of Ann and Mark. But, um, I mean, was that like the big driving thing in this? Like she's jealous or like weirded out by them? Like it just. If it was, then it was mostly in subtext. It kind of went unsaid. I, I don't know. You know I, I think I just don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. I, I think that it started with Leslie honestly and earnestly wanting to do a stakeout of the weed. But, right. you know, the second she saw Mark and Ann leaving on their date, and she started taking picture, pictures of it and all just derailed pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, you know, I, something I meant to bring up, too, when... um. When Officer Dave is concerned that Tom might be a pervert and he pulls out the photos, where did he get these photos developed and get them developed that quickly? I was wondering quickly? that myself. Like, that camera can't <laughs> possibly print those photos. Like, <laughs> you know, that was a real quick turnaround on that. <laughs> Unless they have, like, a really awesome two-in-one camera slash photo printer. But, you know, then it would really seem perverted. If he had a van that could print photos, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that, you know, that's a, that's a level of pervert that, you know... I don't even think it exists. No, because I mean that was the original marketing campaign for Polaroid was like, hey, you can take pictures at home. You don't have to get them developed. Yeah, and <laughs> you know Polaroids don't have uh, like fucking super zoom lenses like that camera did. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a fair question. So many unanswered questions about this. Where did he get the printed photos, and what happened to the weed? And <laughs> does anyone care about Mark and Anne? Well, you no, know. no, that that question has an answer, and the answer is no. Yeah, exactly. Really, they don't. Like, you know, I'm serious. Like, you know, they fucking open and close the episode. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just, ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, Officer Dave declares that there's no weed, and uh, he proposes, his, you know, his alternate theory that she was really staking him out on the date. Yeah, and he, you know, somewhat weird on his part. He's like, oh, I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, you know, is that cute, Dave? You know, woman. Yeah, uh, Dave, that that deserves some follow up, Dave. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's uh, it's cute that someone would care so much about her friend, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you say that to somebody. Like, I get it. We're going for quick turnaround on the endearment, but uh, no, be- best left unsaid, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> But, but then uh, we do you, get to more of things best left unsaid. We have the interview with Officer Dave. 
fucking perfect. It's the whole, this whole thing is the, like, lines of the episode. Yeah, I take back my thing about the others clipping the line of the episode. This is the line of the episode. Absolutely. I like Miss Nope. I liked her. I gotta say, I, I, when I first met her, I didn't care much for her because, like, 99% of the people uh, in any given day of my life, she was very belligerent and disagreeable. Uh, Miss Nope was attractive to me as a man. I was attracted to her in her demeanor. I was attracted to her in a sexual manner that was appropriate. Can we, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see in his face that moment of like, what did I just say? Yeah, he's got, and he's got that so good. Like it's, he's even got that in the moment with like the coat. Like, yeah, you can keep it. Oh, really? Wait, no, actually, I need that for my uniform. <laughs> like, yeah, I was attracted to Miss Nope in a sexual manner that was appropriate. <laughs> Wait, no, we got to stop this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, so, so fucking good. But yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's pretty much the whole episode. They, they do the stakeout. Leslie meets, uh, you know, Cop Dave. Tom is a sarcastic pervert the whole episode, and... Ron thinks he's a big badass for sitting quietly in his chair for hours on end, and uh, Anna and Mark go on an off-screen date that no one is, you know, no one cares about, and we're glad we didn't see him. Yeah. So, and seriously, going back to them, I mean, what's like they've gone to the police station after that with Leslie, and then they're going back to you know their place, and they in the night like Mark goes in for a kiss. You know, who goes in for a kiss after that weird fucking night? Like, yeah. you know, you went and saw a movie together, and then you came back, and then you went with Leslie to the police station. Mwah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. No. It, that wasn't earned. You can't do that yet. Like, you know, and it's like, oh, you kind of kissed me. Yeah, I kind of did. And now we both have herpes. Her, her, her. See you later. Herp derp. Yep, and Mark <laughs> signing off. But uh, yeah, no, this uh, this is a really good episode, though. I mean, it's got great Leslie stuff, great Andy stuff, great Tom stuff, despite his like just a little bit too belligerent nature. The introduction of a great new character. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, what else in summation? I, I think he summed it up. I think we did. I yeah. I love the introduction of Officer Dave, and I love Officer Dave. I yep. wish he was on the series longer. He's so good. Yeah, he really is. It would have been nice <laughs> if he kind of stuck around for like a little while. And, you know, like he's on till later in the season, but then he's gone. It would have been nice if he had stuck around into maybe season three, like yeah. a remaining love interest. And then he had to go away because, I don't know, man, he just, uh, oh, he's great. And, you know, it seems like when they introduce new characters on this show, you can they kind of telegraph it pretty quickly, like, these people are love interests for, you know, these people. So yeah. would have been nice if uh, Leslie had a love interest when a future love interest was introduced on the show. Damn. But uh, what are you going to do? Still a great show. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, follow us on uh, Twitter, uh, at Parks and Rec Pod. Find us on iTunes. You know who we are. You're listening to the show. It's the Purdcast. I'm on Twitter, at JGangsta187. John's on Twitter, at uh, JPRegan.jr. Yep, and uh, that's it, man. Take us out with a sugar slam. Sugar slam! <laughs>